I'm Craig Danby, and I am with Slamo, uh, unfortunately. Oh yeah, and this is the robocasting crap like that. Hello everyone, my name is Samuel 64 and welcome back to the Robocast with myself, Steve the American Killjoy, David Oswek, and joining us, the wonderful, the fabulous, Unai Emery. Welcome! Oh yeah, <laughs> how are you doing? What a crossover. Good evening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it is of course Craig Danby. How are you, man? It's, it's been a hot minute. I, it's Yeah, it's, it's been alright. Uh, we won a wait, I was last on. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, great. I've been building kit bots all day. So. I was going to say you've you've got a, a line of of fairy weights or ant weights as they're properly known. Um, One hundred and fifty gram bots. Yes. Yeah. Um, officially launches like tomorrow. Uh, website is up. So uh, aimed at absolute beginners. They're not aimed at uh, people who kind of know what they're doing. These are people. It's aimed at people who generally want to get involved but don't know how to. Um, so the price is as low as I can get it. Um, but they're fairly simple. This one's my my favorite little hammer bot. Looks very neat. I love it. Yeah. Looks really like cool. a hammer bot. Uh, and a little lifty bot. The little lifty thing. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And then very just nice. a little pushy bot. Mm-hmm. What more can you ask for? What more can you ask for? Um, we, so we yeah, will... the, uh, that's what I've been working on. Uh, apart from when I've been working on Slamo. So of course, uh, despite what the internet thinks, I do actually do work on Slamo. So. <laughs> Well, we'll get to that in a little bit, but I will make sure that we leave a, a very large red link at the top of the description for your uh, new website for anyone who wants Maybe to. Maybe I won't get you demonetized straight away. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how, this, how the podcast goes and how we feel about the whole thing. Um, but you mentioned Slamo. Yeah. Slamo version three of this one? Uh, yes. That sounds yeah. about right. Which yeah. version are you up to now? Yeah. Because th- this, this obviously was filmed basically a year ago at this point. Which version yeah. are you up to now? Uh, five. Five. I have <laughs> built and iterated two robots since that that one. We actually did the math when we went to Vegas a couple of weeks ago and fought uh, Scorpios. I have built five Slamos in the last 12 months. <laughs> That's crazy. Where does and the work ethic come from? Bill hasn't designed Vertigo. Just want to point that out. <laughs> it's been announced, but it's... No, it's, no it's, surprises there. Just, just, it's, it's still a favorite <laughs> at the moment, right? Still vapor. I mean, where, where does the motivation come from for like just like in the off season? You know, Pete, as you mentioned, you know, Will obviously he's a busy boy as well. You know, he has high perspective after, and he's obviously working on Vertigo now. But like, you know, you've got away and you've built and designed and then built again and designed again. You know, where where does that kind of inspiration and kind of desire to just keep going come from? Um, I started mentoring a girls' robotics team just about eighteen months ago. Yeah. And uh, they have kind of reinvigorated my love of building robots again. Mm. Uh, I see them go from not knowing anything, um, not knowing which end of a soldering iron to pick up, to uh, building a robot that took them to the World Championships in their rookie year, and they won Rookie All-Star at the World Championships after their division, uh, which was absolutely incredible. Um, they, they, They just kind of... Uh, inspired me to, to to keep trying because every time they broke something, they didn't just go build a new robot. They went and iterated and made it better, uh, and that was it with Slamo. So we came out of filming last year, and uh, I was like really downbeat. I was really kind of I came out of it thinking like this is it. I'm done for for a while. I'm going to take a year off 
and maybe try again in a year's time mm-hmm. uh, or just help Chris or, or something like that. But um, I just, I got COVID right after filming and I sat at home and all I did was design robots and all I did was CAD, the next version of Slam. I was like, well, if I do this if I, and I do this, I can do this, which will mean I can do this. And uh, the version that went and fought uh, against Doom and uh, Overkill that was basically last year's robot in a different chassis. Just fixed the things that were wrong, and it and it worked really well, really well. Um, and then the new version that we're running now is the fix of that fix. So we've we made the chassis slightly bigger, so it's easier to work on. Um, we've made it all half inch thick AR five hundred. Um, it's uh, it's oh the front plate is actually two layers of half inch, so it's actually an inch thick. Uh, <laughs> so much material <laughs> but it's it's still 220 pounds i've got 30 pounds left so um we, we attempted to to do a to copy hypershocks drive and uh last year it didn't really work as you can see we got it working um and then it went off again it, it stopped working properly um and i've I figured out why and we've, we've fixed it and so now we've got fairly decent drive setup now i've got to fix the weapons it's far too slow Mm. it's doing i think 20 degrees a second uh which is ridiculously slow that's that's yeah so um new motor going into it and then uh, we'll upgrade it so that it goes like 10 times that speed so like 200 degrees a second or something like that um so uh yeah i think most hammer bots would love a speed like that <laughs> yeah we've got but we've got like a 300 and something to one gearbox on there as well so we've got the torque um and all it meant was going from an outrunner to an inrunner so uh, we go from a 10 kilowatt outrunner to a 10 kilowatt inrunner, which is just much higher RPM. And because we've got the reduction, we, we've got the, we should theoretically have the torque. So, um, we're not going to be a flipper by any sense of the imagination, but it'll, it should just, it should pop a little, a little bit, you know, over a bit quicker. It's, it's exciting times. I mean, you know, for those that are interested, there is, a, I think the Scorpios team posted the fight that you had yeah. with them on their YouTube channel. So as always, go and subscribe to them because they're brilliant in their own right. But like, you're just going to have a look and if you want to, Go and see Craig's latest version of Slavo in action. Then, you know there are there are plenty of sources to get your suplexing needs. Yes. Um, should we start with some listener questions? Oh yeah. Okay. So, friend of the podcast, Charlie Hubbard, how are you and the missus doing? We're great. We're going to another wedding tomorrow. So Excellent. Oh, <laughs> Excellent. Western themed wedding. So. Oh, lovely. Ooh. I get my assless chaps out. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. It would not shock me in the slightest. <laughs> you remember that New Year's party? I do. <laughs> was, that, was that 2020? Yes. It must have. Oh, God. That, like, that's why the world ended. It must have been. Must have been. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> Yep, we're not, all good. <laughs> not taking any uh, uh, responsibility. Nope. All right. So uh, uh, PB218 on Discord uh, asks, is there a reason of why for why FedEx is such a dick to you? Hashtag justice for Danby. I, I, they they were really, they. <laughs> I mean, at least they knew there was something bust. wrong. Right. So <laughs> I, when we went out to face Scorpios, I knew there was something wrong. Because if it, it said, oh, it's in it's in California, I'm like, why is it in California? It never goes mm-hmm. to California. It had gone from Charlotte straight to California. I was like, well, it shouldn't have done that because it's ground. 
because it's got lithium ba- polymer batteries in it. So that should not have gone. Mm. It shouldn't have skipped the state. Uh, <laughs> it shouldn't it have gone like around a America to get there. That's that's it should like it should go on a truck and then go where it's supposed to go. Yeah. So um, the Thursday before we flew out on the Friday, I called them. I was like, "Hey, I need to make sure it's going going to be delivered." Because they kept pushing it back. It was supposed to be there the Wednesday. It pushed back to the Thursday. And then it pushed back to the Friday. It's like, got to be there Friday. I've got to get it ready. And we're doing a show. And they're like, ah, oh, yeah, it'll be it'll be there. Don't worry about it. And then when we landed in Vegas, they sent me an email instead of calling me that said, sorry, we're not going to make it. And I was like, you're going to have to. And they weren't interested in trying to get it to me until I went, listen, you've got to get it to the Caesars Entertainment Studios by like 12 o'clock tomorrow, because it's not me that's going to be angry with you. It's going to be Caesars, which is not true. Caesars wouldn't give a crap. But uh, but throw that but name But they out. don't know that, do they? <laughs> no, it they it helps the case. <laughs> you know? uh, throw that name out there, and all of a sudden it was moving. It was on, it was on a truck to uh, to Vegas, and it arrived in Vegas at 4, 4.30 a.m. on the Saturday morning and was delivered to me about six hours later. Um, and that was very painful. I bet. Um, but that's... They, where else did they do that? Did it with Fox it? That was DHL. DHL. Yeah, DHL. Uh, didn't move Fox it from one. They it arrived in America, went through customs, and then they forgot to take it to California for Robo Games. Of course, because as, as you do, just, as just you do, leave it in the in the crate. Uh, and the other there was another time, but there was a shipping issue before, but that was because of that Icelandic volcano that went off. Uh, <laughs> actually, generally, I get on really well with FedEx. FedEx seemed to do pretty well here in America. Um, when I was in the UK, anything I did with, with FedEx was awful. Um, and UPS in Spain is is oops. Because uh, <laughs> uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I lived in Spain for uh, a little bit. Um, and I actually built a version of Tanto while I was living in Spain. Um, so I don't know why FedEx hate me. They just do. Um, but that was only one time because they were really great getting it back. Um, it was, <laughs> That's good then. It, at it, least they returned it, it, I guess. <laughs> they didn't just it's not like that hypershock that's still stuck in like California. It's that, so weird. That's such a weird it's still such a weird story. <laughs> that's yellow that was yellow logistics it was. So yeah. the day after it shipped, yellow logistics went under. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. Yeah. Of all the of all the things to happen, right right as soon as you ship something of of that weight and that cost and that it's like you know, Whoops, importance sorry, for such a, we, we, we're gone now. <laughs> a specific event. Oh, that sucks. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's definitely impressive. Yeah. Uh, we've got a question from uh, a Jason Rogers, if you recognize that name. Never heard of him. Never heard of him. <laughs> but he's asked a few questions. Um, the, the first was, like, have you ever been introduced as Doom during a live event show? Yeah, Bill Dwyer introduced Slammer with Doom. Uh, on the uh, on the Saturday, and we we all kind of we both just looked at each other and was like, "Doom, all right, okay." It was like, all right, fine. <laughs> I mean, Doom's been there enough times; it makes yes. sense that I just say Doom on a weekly basis at this point. So. I suppose so. And every time I've uh, so this usually I'm in the other square. This is the first time that I've been in the red square uh, for the live show. So the red square is in what it, what I call Doom space. And uh, Doom's pit space because you have a red pit space and a blue pit space and they're opposite each other. Uh, so um, I, I think there's like uh, Alejandro's left like calculations that he's written on sh- in Sharpie on the table for like something <laughs> just like dimensions of things. So, so I call good. it Doom's pit space. Uh, but yes, we have done. He knows we have. 
<laughs> of, of course. Uh, his second one, is it true that New Slamo will be made out of styrofoam and powered by baked beans? Uh, sure. Why not? I mean, it can't be any worse than how it was last year. So. Oh, oh <laughs> sad. I mean, me and Steve can attest to trips to the pub after that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a sad night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his, his final question is, what is your favourite u- unit of measurement? Uh, it's bold eagles. Excellent. There you go. So uh, Slamo weighs, uh, I think, it's 16 bold eagles. It's one impressive. bold eagle wide and one bold eagle long. So Very impressive. It's, so it is, it is the same dimensions as a bald eagle, just very dense. <laughs> uh, pretty much. It's just six, if you take 16 bold eagles and squash them together, that's about a Slamo. <laughs> It's just completely condensed. <laughs> like you put them in a blender. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, uh, we'll ask one more, I think, before we move on to the episode itself. And it's, it's a question from a friend of ours as well, uh, Paul Bailey, or Orange Toast Overjuice, as he's known. Will we ever see Tanto back in action? Nope. Oh, no. Nope. Um, Never again. Paul, Paul had it. He did. Uh, I bought it back off him. Uh, it is sat uh, in my parents' garage, uh, mostly for nostalgic value more than anything. Um, there was a possibility that we would drop the Slamo branding and rebrand the new version of Slamo Tanto, um, but that would mean I'd have to lose my uh, ranking because you, with a name change, you lose ranking. I mean, it sounds it sounds like me losing ranking wouldn't be a bad thing because we're not ranked particularly well overall. However, at Disruptathon, we're, we're ranked pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, so changing the name would, would lose my ranking there. And they're using Disruptathon as kind of like a qualifier type thing. Yeah. Um, yeah of course. So trying to keep that ranking. So no, Tanto itself will probably never run again. I did design a new one um, at one point. Uh, but the one that Paul had is going to kind of just get polished up and turned into like a coffee table, I think. Oh, lovely. So it'll, it'll have a nice, nice. a nice retirement. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, as I said, we are going to discuss uh, this week's episode of BattleBots um, Champions, which Craig very unhappily informed us before the episode. <laughs> he hasn't seen it. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. I we'll live figure... the BattleBots. I don't need to watch the BattleBots. Exactly. exactly. You were there. <laughs> right. you... I'm, also, I'm also quite busy. Uh, of so course. I yeah. <laughs> no, it's understandable. It's understandable. You, yeah, so you, I think you were at Destructathon a week or two weeks ago. I think it's three weeks ago now. Okay, um, three weeks ago. Re- recent, yeah. Recently, fairly yeah. recently. Also, I I, I um, mentor my girls' robotics team on a Thursday night, so mm-hmm. uh, by the time I finish with them, it's nine o'clock, and I've got to eat, and then I get up. Oh, yeah, I get up early because my wife is a teacher, so I don't really do much on Thursday nights. Uh, so that's so, fair. That's completely fair. We'll, we'll figure out anyway. I'm sure you'll have some some good. I remember most it. of it. Exactly. Exactly. There's there's robots there, you know. Some sometimes there's a vert, you know. That's about it. <sighs> there wasn't in the yeah. first fight though, because the first fight was Triton and Gigabyte. Um, <laughs> um uh, so, I feel like we've seen a version of this before. Uh, yeah, in the past. Yeah, I mean, Tombstone seen... to yeah. Tombstone Captain Shredderator comes to and, mind Gigab- and Gigabyte as well and Gigabyte, yeah. But but that didn't end so well for Gigabyte, no, you not. know. So, but this was different. Well, I mean, to be fair, as as we've kind of discussed with robots of this style before, geometry wise, this is Gigabyte's fight to lose. It is essentially a wedge yeah. that one hundred percent, yeah, all the way around the robot, and 
no Triton just you can't get a bite on it. It's just not possible. They tried no. their best. They did a, a decent job at the start, you know, getting a good few hits off, but eventually Gigabyte kind of cornered them in that like kind of not in the not in the short corner, but like in the corner of the arena and just mm-hmm. chewed it away and knocked the wheels off and that was that really. Yeah. I love Kenny's key. It's just plain reliability. <laughs> Just no, doesn't matter yeah. what it is. It's what just, reli- does the robot work? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And this is probably one of the tightest you'll ever see. The Vegas odds is one ten. You know, it's just they just gave it to Triton. I think you could have jumped it over to Gigabyte. It's this is one of those fights I where they were just questioning who would actually survive with reliability. Yeah, really, wasn't maybe. It? Yeah, because Gigabyte hadn't had a really great season leading up to this point, and Triton was soul, a mixed man. bag. Uh, even though they had a really awesome fight against against Glitch, where they just feed the weapon in and just hope and pray. Uh, that it exploded. Yeah, that's, that's and not it did. spitting again. That one, though. No. Enough, that's... Uh, I seem to remember the... in the pits the feeling of going into this fight was that pretty much anybody could. Like it was, it was almost a coin toss as to yeah, it's Beckham. Really yeah. win it. Uh, you know that we're trying because it's such a big, deadly weapon. Like it, it can get just need one good hit. Um, but then, as 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 always, like Gigabyte is super reliable. Apart from when it has to fight Slamo when they yeah. duck me in Vegas. Mm, in yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, just saying. Let, let it be known that you know let Gigabyte it, let, fear. Let the record show. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I seem to remember it kind of they do that thing where they show the odds that the like the yes the thing where like the roboteers are all like jud- like trying to choose. Um, I think it, this was the one of the few fights I got wrong because uh, I think I went for Triton because I was I was fairly convinced that they could hit the top bar. Where are these where self writer armies, mm. and that is directly connected to the, the the shaft that runs through the shell is spinning on. And if you hit that just right, um, he could kill it. And uh, I got it wrong, but you know, um, I don't think it was uh, I don't think it was as one sided as it could have been. Uh, but uh, it was good to see that uh, the Triton got a uh, got some hits in before it it got gigabited. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Certainly uh, gave it a good go. It did. I do fear this could be the last time we see Triton at BattleBots. Why do you say? If only for the fact that a certain other horizontal spinner may be available next season. Mm -hmm. And with this is not a dig at the Triton team at all, because how do you choose Triton over Tombstone? That's the real... Oh, you meant Tombstone, but you're talking about Apex. Oh, that too. The... Yeah, <laughs> we, we've got to wait for that proving we'll, we'll round. Get, we'll get that's, to, we'll get to that later on. later on. We'll get to but, that later on. Tri- but, um... So, uh, Brad, who who's driving Triton, mm. works for BattleBots Destructathon. He does, mm-hmm. um, and so Triton is there uh, all the time. And uh, I don't know if he's done any work on it since the Manta fight, but he fought Manta earlier this year. Mm. And it's, it's, it's incredible. It's uh, it's quite the hit, isn't it? Like it's like it is, yep. It Nuclear fission happens at that point, it's right? Absolutely sensational. It's one of the few things that BattleBots have actually posted from Destructive Farm Proving Grounds um, that everybody can see without being a supporter. Um, I highly recommend people look it up. That hit is oh, sensational. It's, 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 it's been nice. a, a, in a season where Tombstone wasn't available, Triton was an excellent Tombstone. Yeah. And I'm very happy that they brought it along. They pulled off some really good upsets. You know, the, the glitch fight, I think nobody would have said it before the start of the season that Glitch would have lost to Triton because of just the, again, the way that Glitch was last year and mm-hmm. just the general shape of the robots. But it certainly brought some good moments, even if Definitely. they didn't necessarily like when, want when to. It ex- when it exploded against Copperhead, yeah. exactly. That, yeah. that, <laughs> you know, it was incredible. Just like, just shit out all of its electronics, <laughs> for want of a better word. It was the, great. Ele- the ejector seat on the back, it was. 
was particularly good at recording that. <laughs> Excellent. Absolutely, definitely. It's it is a cool robot, but um yeah, I do fear if we'll see it again, but hopefully we'll see the team again. They may bring something else, you never know. And as as Craig said, yeah. you know, Brad is local, these are you know part of that Vegas. Yeah. Kind of hard to not have a local team to Vegas, at least a couple local teams, you know, with with, with, with the event being yeah. there, you know. Exactly. It it, it seems to fit. Hundred percent. And Gigabyte moving on to the second round. Beta and double tap. Um, as mentioned in a completely original conversation, double tap using its alternative armor setup, the kind of the not the fully welded one that they've got here, the one piece over the top of the shield, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and Beta's just very good at dealing with horizontals, isn't it? Really? Yeah, it's it, it's it, it, it seems to be built for it. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a whole lot else, you know. Other, you know, you can do to it. Like, like it sort of gets Bloodsport earlier in the the main season. Like, you know, just, they just drove around and it, it's, it, Johnny's just a good driver at dealing with these horizontals, isn't he? You can't you can't really beat him if you've got that style of weapon. Generally, I really like the combination of Jason from Four. Oh man, John Reed. Yeah. Um because J- Jason's probably the hammer guy. Mm. Uh, he's he's very much more the hammer guy in more now, recent years yeah, than, than John. Yeah. Um, but John is still John. John's still yeah. fantastic. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, I love Beta. I wish it was electric because I think electric hammers are far cooler. But mm-hmm. um, I like that Jason's on board. I love Jason. He's my buddy. Um, so, um, And Double Tap was just a weird robot, generally. It used... Yeah. Featherweight drive motors. Um, quite frankly, yeah, these tiny, tiny little drive motors. And it's like, you guys are going to get pushed around. Nah, nah, they're like a thousand horsepower. Oh, sorry, a thousand watts. It's like, oof, okay. <laughs> You'll learn. It's fine. Yeah. But that's what they came to do. They came to learn, you know, and that's exactly what they did. And John they, taught they, them they a whole bunch books. of things. They need to have a slightly better base plate, for example. I was going to oh, say, man. yeah. I don't know what it was. Was it, was it just like UHMW? It must have been, right? All like she- like very thin mild steel or yeah. aluminum or something. I I, I I want to believe it's probably is metal just because of the way that it kind of just deformed Folded under. No, it hammer. is. It absolutely is. It just beta makes it look like paper mache. Oh my god! It, <laughs> it, it, it went straight yeah. through it. And like the, the hammer wasn't fully retracted, which we'll get. Obviously, we'll we'll see a little bit more later on. But it wasn't you know getting the full arc of the swing over as well. Like it was it was mm-hmm. only getting like a kind of a, a half a hit, and it was just still cleaving through it. Mm-hmm. Very graphic, very graphic. I did see some people online like complaining that Beta was killing a dead robot, and I'm like, it's, it's the last fight. <laughs> it's like yeah. who cares? I'm sure yeah, they. Would, that, that's the one thing about this ending tournament is that I I, I have a, a a strange feeling that uh the people building these robots, unless I mean they really care about what happens to their robot like fully, and they like like they they sit it down nicely and like give it a pat on the head and walk away. Uh, so, whereas like Ray will just throw his bot down and just leave. Um. <laughs> You know, it's it's one of those things where it's like it's the end of the tournament. You know, I, 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 I've been to events where like, you know, just kill the thing. You know, it's the end of the event. I'll rebuild it. You know what I mean? Because yep, it, it's do. done now. It can yeah. be trash. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> within, there's within a lot of that. Yeah. Um, you get to this tournament and uh, it's do or die. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I think the the guys with double tap, you know, they, they, they've got quite a bit of money behind them by the looks of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they seem to just roll in and go like, ah, we don't care. And they didn't care where the robot was destroyed, and they didn't care how many flights they got. They just wanted to be there and have fun. So mm-hmm. um, they did. So, and fun they, they did have. <laughs> they put on a good show for the fights they had. 
Yeah, there was there was one fight of theirs that, that sucked a little bit, but I think that was probably due to their opponent. We won't go into that. Um, <laughs> but there's very much a like if somebody if you start doing something like that, like like John did, uh, if you go, hey John, that's enough. He would back off. Of course, yeah. he would. Um, there's only yeah. there's, there's, a, there's very few teams that that mm, would a gentleman's back. agreement. Uh, yes, but pretty much the gentleman's agreement. Um, it, <laughs> you know, I think if it had been a problem, Double Tap would have said something, and if they just said yeah. something, John would have stopped. So, of course, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It is. Um, you know, John's that kind of guy, isn't he? He's he's been on the receiving again before of a of a pasting, and I'm sure yeah. he, he's you know respectful enough to not you know write off a, a, a opponent that like you know. He knows where the expensive bits are as well. That's the other thing. Like, you know, the base yeah. plate isn't that expensive. Like, it's the bits underneath it and kind of hidden away, which are a bit more juicy. But again, he didn't really hit any of them. So, nothing mm-hmm. to see here. No. He put next... down the alien creature and then just let it go. Just Absolutely. let it go on its way. Absolutely. <laughs> Our next fight. Yes. Oh, Craig. Where do we begin? Where, where would you like to begin? Next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I, 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 will, I will say, like, we, we talked about it last week with Bunny, where, like, they, they fill these brackets up as people fall out of the tournament. <laughs> of all the bots to end up getting <laughs> in in this uh, in this bracket, why? why, why can, can, I wish you had a chance to ask production, why death roll? Why? <laughs> we're, not, we're not overly concerned about who we fight in reality. No. Um, I remember going to bed, seeing who we were fighting the next day, and being like, "All right, yeah, um, next man up, right? Next like, one up. All right, okay. Um, what armor setup are we going for? Well, we've only got one armor setup, so we'll go with that. Uh, just make sure it's underweight, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and it and just go in hoping it's going to work properly. And uh, did the test box, went into the test box, did everything it was supposed to do, picked up the the dumb weight, which is like this big block that the hype shot guys made that's two hundred fifty pounds." Picked it up, put it down, drove around a little bit, pulled it out, put it in the uh, pits. Hadn't been interviewed uh, pre-fight, so they did that right before we were rolling in. Um, and what it appears to have been is that if you look in the background, I think they you can see uh, the guys working on the robot. So they were faffing. They were just doing like bullshit things on the robot for yeah, for, like to make it look like we were doing stuff. Mm-hmm. What it looks like happened is they took a wheel off and they took the drive wheel off, which has got a key in it. And that key uh, did not go back in. Uh, the wheel on. So we did perfectly fine in the test box, take it to the arena, turn it on. And um, when the keyway was catching on the keyway on the wheel, it would move uh, a little and then it would slide straight back out. And I really, really hate people who turn up to the arena and go, sorry, we've got to go fix it. Sorry, we've got to go fix it. I've had it so many times myself and it's so annoying. It's so frustrating. And it's, um, I, I've, I've always said, I won't do that to somebody. I'll, I'd go in with it broken and take and take the L, which is, mm. we did. Which, which is what happened. As soon as yeah. we got to the square, it wasn't, wasn't moving properly. And I'm like, well, maybe I'll get lucky, turn them over and, and stack them. Maybe. Mm-hmm. And obviously I did. <laughs> so um yeah um i've got to stop letting my pride get to me in in that respect that i won't let that so if we'd have gone back to the pits which is immediately what we did after the fight obviously and there's a keyway on the floor i instantly knew what it was Mm -hmm. and um i was like okay 
Okay. It kind of reminds yep. me a little bit of like I remember was it series nine Foxic where like something like the weapon was like it was something was with the weapon and I can't remember. Yeah, it just screw, itself, the, right? There's a there was a mid shaft where it was screwed in on both sides, mm-hmm. and um, I just done the to put the chain on because it was one piece. You had to take the, you had to knock the shaft out and then pull it back in and it latched back onto position. And you put a bolt in to make sure it can't move back out. And um, I've been so busy helping rebuild other robots uh, that I didn't do the little things to make sure that it worked and it, it wasn't in there when I went to. So as it, soon as I fired the lift of this out, right. It, it reminds me kind of of that. Like it's it's very similar kind of way to go. Like, you know, just like a small minor thing, which you, you would ne- you'd never like, it, it's a, the tiniest little thing, but it has yeah. a minor pro- minor thing that becomes a major problem. Yes. <laughs> it's probably my biggest failing is that I don't have other people involved. I build the robot myself and other people mm-hmm. help me out at, at the event. Whereas uh, Jason with his questions earlier, um, a good buddy of mine, we've been hanging out for a year or so now. Uh, he's a ball of fucking energy, this guy. He's, he's yeah. great fun. Uh, if you've met he him, he knows how to make purple you know fire. Yeah. Um, he's, a, he's a really, really great guy. And he's very much capable of, of finding those little things that I haven't done properly and making sure that we do them. So uh, bringing him into the team, which is what we've pretty much done now, um, he he's going to fix those little things. And we he's actually coming to help me with the robot and he's helping me out with other bits and pieces with design and fabrication. So it takes a load off me and stuff like that. So um, Jason's Jason is probably my, my secret weapon for moving forward. Yeah, Ho- hopefully but, that's the, that's the, the key, you know, going forward. Yeah, you I, know, I always feel like I get to like 90% of the way towards a good robot and then that 10% is what kills it. No. no disrespect to death roll guys they did yeah it's a great they robot they fantastic season they're wonderful engineers mm-hmm. uh, they do so much for the sport down in australia which they don't get credit for mm-hmm. um that uh you know they're huge huge promotion for the sport outside of outside of america so i think death roll is a terrific robot we knew we were probably going to lose it anyway um it wasn't being set up for uh, for a surprise fight between us and triton in the next round <laughs> um, it was being set up for a, a death roll gigabyte kind of confrontation sure. we saw that we knew that we just wanted to put on a good fight and we didn't even do that but at least the interview afterwards made people laugh so yeah i'm so fun. glad i'm so glad they kept it because like literally every other like losing team into they cut and they yeah. actually kept yours in. Like, that's that's great because you know what, what more can you ask for you know at that point it's like well i've got some some funny speak with with chris and kenny you know which yeah. is what you want to see um, you had mentioned as well. Obviously, you fought Death Roll before. It was a, a while ago with with Foxtrot. Um, you know how you know in a, in a field where you know everyone's kind of moved forward a little bit since twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, whenever it was. You know, does Death Roll still stack up even now? Obviously, they've not changed much to the naked eye, and I don't think they have changed that much like in reality as well. I think they kind of said they kept it in a crate for two years and bought it back. Like, does it still stack up as like one of the very best out there? Yeah, I think um, they they were very good at a time when um, the ground game was less mm. important. Um, it's still such a good robot, and it's not playing the ground game. Uh, that's that's really telling. Um, the geometry of their weapon is uh, it's aesthetically pleasing because it's like a shark tooth or a crocodile tooth kind of shape, um, but at the same time, it it hurts. It, it's it's a it's a real weapon. They really do stack up still. I think. Um, I think if Steve and, and the guys start throwing on some little little flappy forks on the front just to get that ground game, they'll be they'll be top eight again pretty easily. 
Absolutely. It, it is just it is it does seem like a bit of a beast, and obviously we'll we'll talk about it, how things unravel for them a little bit later on. It's very unfortunate, but um yep. it's it's great to see that they've come back as well, you know. And unfortunately for you it was kind of at your expense, but you know, you, you, it is the, what it is. It is what yeah. it is. Sometimes it do be like that. It, it sometimes it's like that, and you know, it always seems to be me. <laughs> One day it won't be. I have faith. One day. One day. One day. <laughs> no more apologies to Craig Danby, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> and we see a we see a cool bit when we come back from commercial <laughs> we see a cool bit when we come back from commercial of death roll like working on the whole robot and all the bits i want to say did they bring those 3d printed teeth through customs if so how do they explain that <laughs> i have no like, idea australian customs are some of the most strict in the world they're the funniest as well they are the funniest they're great they are the best so when i was traveling i traveled back from new zealand <laughs> and i was going back home and I, I was I stopped in Brisbane, I think, and I got I got pulled aside for additional screening. And they were like, "Listen, you're a single guy traveling by yourself. You're going to be the number one person with drugs. Would you need to check your stuff?" It's like, no problem, whatever. <laughs> They're so funny, and they were just cracking jokes and and the whole way through it. So uh, yeah, Aussie Customs is amazing. If if you ever watch like Australian Border Force, it is another level compared it's to like amazing. everywhere else in the world. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> Good old Death Row. Yeah. Our final first round fight. Oh, mammoth and free shipping. Um, where do we begin with this one? I mean, it was going fine until the chain went, which feels like a summary yeah. for most mammoth fights. Unfortunately, it was absolutely bossing free shipping. Like at the start, yeah. was it like flinging them away, flinging them away? Like I was like, okay, maybe we're going to see mammoth actually do the business here. And then, as you said, David, as soon as that chain goes, what can mammoth do? They've got. They haven't really got a plan B, have they? Just sort of smother and hope for the best, but that's mm. yeah. In a world you know, where kind of so much mo- you can do most robots are like gonna hit you pretty hard if you try and smother them, like it's not ideal for them. And I think they did start to lose one side of drive as the chain went as well. So I think it kind of did cost Mammoth in the end. But until then it was as you said, it was a great showing. They really had a good effort until yeah. sadly their their weapon went. Yeah, there was then there's there was respect there with with uh free shipping only being a minus one twenty. Uh, you know, and again, the Kenny's key just being mammoth's reliability if what based upon, you know, if uh free shipping was to win or not. Uh but but mammoth's a really mammoth's got that really great um front end, you know, where you have all those forks and there's there, there's kind of not a way that this is one one of the things with mammoth that's always been tough to fight because that you just can't seem to get around them. All the time because it's such a it's such it's a hulking there. design yeah it's just there you uh, i mean you can look at the sides and see the wheels are nice and juicy and they're there and you want them but uh you have to go through the you got to go through the front uh i mean it's i mean well, and that's the, exactly what craig would have did. any experience of going through the front of mammoth at all so, <laughs> uh, <it> was... <laughs> no idea no. not twice definitely not twice no no yeah. no yeah, but this fight definitely changed once the uh, once the chain went, obviously, because that's that that's Mammoth's whole gig. And then once that's gone, it's really just a, a it's really just a frame on wheels at that point. So you can just do anything you want with it. And Gary sniped the other wheel, and that was that, really. Uh, yeah, Mammoth was sadly extinct. And I am glad as well they included uh, Ricky's post fight interview in this fight as well, because obviously you know they kind of broke in the you're going to retire it, you're going to retire it, and he's like, yeah. no, no, I'm not going to retire it. I, and I don't think there's a, there's not a world where I don't want to see Mammoth in BattleBots because it's just such a it's such a curveball. Yeah. Like 
in a field where everything's getting smaller and smaller and smaller, you know, Mammoth is just, it, it's that, first of all, it stands out because it's just so bulky and big. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just it's just a fabulous robot, and I do I, hope he keeps bringing it back. Yeah, I feel like we've missed uh, an opportunity. Uh, well, I mean, not us, but like Hexbug and now Spin Master that owns them. Uh, I feel like they've. I mean, they've, I feel like they could still do it. I feel like we could still see a huge mammoth pack. I feel like that. That I feel like that's a thing. I mean, imagine the box they're coming. Oh my god! It's twice yeah. the size of the normal pack. It's so just crazy. But Every like, it single just... shipment would be less than a load. Like, it would be ridiculous. Uh, I you love know. mammoth. I think mammoth yeah. is terrific. And what I can tell you is that there's, there's obviously there's a mammoth that does destructathon. Uh, mm-hmm. There's lots and lots of iteration that goes on to the bots at Destructathon so that they can continue fighting for because they fight every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it looks like they've begun to like Ricky's been out there and he's he's got a fix for for the weapon chain failing. Um, I, I feel like he maybe has found like, the solution. a way to stop it from breaking, mm-hmm. which would be um, brilliant if he has. Think. Uh, it seems it's certainly because at Destructive, who's he fight? Is Destructive them? Is it Overkill? I think he fights Overkill, and that's a wonderful fight. That's a terrific mm-hmm. fight. It's one of my favorite fights at Destructive Farm. So uh, everyone's like, the same with Slammo. You know, people are talking about like, oh, you just get rid of it. Don't don't bring it back. Where it's it's terrible. It's like, well, if you don't if you don't try and fix the things that are broken, you'll never know whether it was any good. Look at Claw Viper. Exactly. At Claw Viper. Um, Kevin's a terrific uh, driver, and it, it, he's finally got a bot that shows that on TV. So, um, Mammoth, I think, is 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 like this far away from doing a huge. You know, I think I think if anybody is going to shock the field next year, and and show up and roll through the field and get to the final, it could be Mammoth, because he's so close to getting that that you know, it, win every fight every single time. He's so close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love it. I think it's terrific, and I'm really glad to see Gary get his moment on Battlebot mm. because he, he's yeah. obviously the guy at Robo Games. He's like mm. he had a whole decade where he was just the best ever, mm-hmm. and uh, it's so good to see him have his moment on the show. Um, I love the little disc. It's it's two feet. I don't know if you've seen them. The, the, oh yeah, he, like, yeah. Two, two little um, boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the boots, and it's. Uh, I've never noticed the... that until now. That's great. <laughs> they're amazing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's ever been shown on the show, but they're they're literally just two boots, and that's so that they boot the package the final like distance. So that's what you get with free shipping. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! So, oh. That's silly. That's great. Things. It it's... is the little things. It is the little things. Uh, we obviously we will talk a bit more about uh, free shipping free shipping a bit later yeah. on but I, I just want to know does he actually have a margarita slushy machine yes yeah there were two Excellent. slushy machines yes. just there all the pits well, they were just there i wasn't sure yeah. i wasn't we sure if there. it was if it was like just like a, a, like he, they were just taking the mick at that it was a margarita slushy machine but what a guy classy no, bloke no, no, no. We, classy i don't bloke. think any of us partaked in any of it but you know it's you know it's it was there you know okay. <laughs> all right all right, good to know. It's good to know. Gary's a provider, man. He's a he's a he's a the gift that keeps on giving. I guess you know? he truly is. He, he's, and he's just, he, he is just so cool and laid back, isn't he? Just the whole yeah. time. What what a guy! What a guy! Well, free shipping moves on to round two. They'll fight uh, someone later on. But first of all, mm. Gigabyte and Death Roll. All right, uh, here we are. I so, wish I was there for this one. <laughs> there's a bit to unpack from this fight. <laughs> So more, more so after the fight, but well, yeah. we'll get to that as well. So 
first of all, what a great fight between two yeah. two heavy hitters going all at it. It was brilliant. You know, this is kind of what you want to see. You want to see, you know, the the two contrasting styles and you know work both working really well. Um, the driving clearly got a lot better on Gigabyte as they got more stick time, as, as you'd expect. Mm-hmm. But Death Roll had their number. And then they got stuck on that little flappy bit at the side of the arena. And, yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> the season ends as it starts, really, just stuck in that corner. Yeah. Poor Death Roll. The key being Stephen Martin's aggression in this fight. And then being favoured 130. Mm. Minus 130. So th- there was a clear edge here because I mean you think uh, the last time that Gigabyte fought a really really scary vert was <laughs> what Hypershock <laughs> or maybe maybe there was one. I mean I, they I, had Endgame in the main. Uh, oh, they did, oh, didn't they? That's that's true. All right, you know it, it's this is what happens when you film the film the season a year ago. Yeah, and they don't make really good. I notes. mean we were watching it this time last year, <laughs> Steve. You know you should remember it. <laughs> I just you know it, it's funny you say that. Uh, my phone just gave me like, oh, a memory of where you were this time last year, and I, I had taken a picture of my pit pass. I was um, gonna say so... we were in the pits at this time. You, it wasn't the day that you're being hugged by Craig from behind. No, but no was... I don't think it was. <laughs> I think that was the Sunday from memory. Yeah, but that, was... your your special time was was great to see. <laughs> anyway, uh, the fight. Uh, yeah, it was. It, 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 I mean, it was just falling off was very, very visceral, wasn't it? Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, you start seeing some smoke pouring out in that corner. Well, and you're like, I thought it was still... death roll. Yeah, yeah, uh, it was to begin with. Like, their, yeah. I think their, their weapon motor was smoking on death roll. That's why they was having even more struggling in that corner. And mm. then you see Gigabyte still spinning in the background as so they're starting to do the interviews. And then it cuts, and it, you can see, oh, there's a couple more teams there. Oh, and they've, they've got the snake. Oh, it's definitely been on, it looks like it's about to go on fire. Oh, dear. And then it erupts, because they would just threw the blankets on it to get it outside as soon as possible, because they knew <sighs> the lipos were were very not happy. So did it get stuck on then? Like, I'm assuming Gigabyte just got stuck. I think it got stuck on. on for a little bit, from memory. It, it was a good long while before mm. they did the interviews on this mm-hmm. fight. Like, um, Jevon wouldn't be able to attest not not only because he's not here, but also I think he had the bot flu at that time, so everything yeah. was a bit delirious. Bit hazy, bit yeah. Hazy. But yeah, it it was a good while because uh, and then it erupted. Mm-hmm. Which Just an FYI for everybody watching, bot flu is hangover. <laughs> was this the night after he he'd had like six or seven uh, ciders? I mean, that was most nights. I mean, that was, <laughs> that, you'd think he'd build up a tolerance by that point, right? Cod, remember mm-hmm. that was. <laughs> You'd think he'd build up a tolerance by that point, wouldn't you? But you'd fit. Hmm. he's built it up now, a year yeah. later. He's he's getting, <laughs> he's getting there. We'll 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 make a, a true drink crowd of him yet. Eventually. <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty mental fire. The fact that Gigabyte managed to get through is is great for them. Um fair play to them for that. Yeah, definitely. But it's a shame, you know, Death Roll was kicking their ass and then and then it wasn't. Yeah. And then, well it survives that monster hit and then unfortunately it gets stuck behind the the flap, and flap I, I think uh, they, yeah. they did. They did try and release it, but then it was just kind of wedged in yeah, there even it, more. It, it, it slotted in even better than it was before, yeah, <laughs> and then that was the end of it. It cause... just wasn't coming out nicely from that. No, and with the with with the strange way that Death Roll has to kind of roll over with its with its self writer, it's not just a clean like up and over. It, it kind of has to like I, I don't know. It's sort of drunk visual audio listeners are not going to understand that I was making motions there. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, 
it's it's it, it takes it takes a little more room for it to to roll back over and yeah the space behind the flap uh wasn't uh wasn't enough never is redesign for next year maybe we'll see well that's the thing is like do, we, we we talked about death roll not having not having ground game do they finally go back and and rework the bot you know like now that they'll have they'll have time now instead of just bringing basically bringing the bot that they brought in uh 2018 uh 19 yeah 19 yeah sorry the years are kind of blurring together aren't they uh but yeah so maybe they'll get a maybe they'll we'll come back and see a, a brand new because this is this is a bot that really basically is you know it's great white you know at its at its core uh rebranded for battle bots as as a shark as a from a shark to a croc uh you know i mean it's there's the the bones from that robot are are uh probably quite creaky at this point you know it's mm. got a it, there's probably some reworking to be done to be done who knows they might already be working on a new one as we speak um or uh you know just massaging it you know getting it ready for next time hopefully uh you know because there, there's there's some good there's some good uh there's some good bones here i mean this bot clearly has a chance to to shake up some brackets the other thing as well is let's face it they never put on like a dull fight do they no i don't i, I can't remember one yeah i mean it, it, look at the fights they lost this year you know this fight was pretty good the hydra fight was i mean that was just getting launched to the ceiling was just insane wasn't it there was a lot of chaos in that fight um yeah. and then the other two they lost a monsoon and cobalt so again they were yeah. both pretty pretty yeah, nothing fights. good fun yeah. yeah nothing against them there not at all Meanwhile, Gigabyte move on to the final. Yeah, I know, <laughs> right? Bracket, after having the season they've had, yeah, more stick time clearly uh, clearly has improved the way that this robot looks, and there's more confidence probably going into the next season. 100%. Well, I remember the semi-final was free shipping versus beta. I'm glad they didn't use the boat armor. Yeah. I was worried they were going to use the boat armor, just because... I think uh, John was going to. Really? Oh... I mean, yeah, I, I, I expected I'll, him to. I'll be honest with you. Like, considering he's he used the boat armor against Whiplash, of all things, which it's it is a vert, but it's not a vert, is it? It's a lifter with a vert on it. Mm -hmm. You'd think he'd use it. It'd be more likely to use it against this because it it is a vertical spinner. That's its weapon. And yet he didn't use the wedge, and then got turned over once, and that was fight over. Yeah, I mean. Do you know, Craig, at all what happened to Beta's weapon? Because it just wasn't retracting. I, mean, I mentioned it in the first fight when they fought Double Tap. It wasn't retracting once they fired it, and it didn't do so here as well. Um, I don't know. Uh, pneumatics is not really my thing. Uh, mm. But I, I seem to remember there being a conversation prior to that after the um, after the Double Tap fight where there was the, it sounded like they had something in the valve. Uh, and because there's such a quick turnaround in, in this... Um, I seem to remember Jason thinking that they weren't going to get turned over. Um, so. It immediately gets turned over. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Uh, yeah. I, I, again, it's just one of like Beta is such a good robot. Like, it, mm. It's so well made. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's so, so beautiful inside it. It's like the engineering behind this robot is, is absolutely terrific. Um, so it, it's another one of those bots that is like 90% of the way to being like one of the best in the world and mm -hmm. just those tiny little things and i think it was it was built like super quickly they threw it in the crate and it came to america um so you know i don't know that i don't know that it was as good as they wanted it to be yeah this this is the episode of tiny little things that go wrong you know where we had 
I, 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 I guess yourself, Craig. Yeah, you yeah. Uh, double tap with their uh, inability to to get back over after getting stuck on the that's wall. A, maybe. That's a big design flaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they did have a Shreemek originally, they, but they, they had yeah, to they did. But I don't think you could have used yeah. it against the wall. No. <laughs> if I'm assuming, if I remember correctly, what it was supposed to do, yeah. uh, using that right against there. the plexiglass might not have been yeah. a great idea. No. Uh, and then you have this fight where you know. Beta just there's one probably one little thing in that in that uh that linkage is just it's just gone completely completely wrong and that's that's um, it yeah the marginal gains are to be you know to be found are kind of yeah you know, it's only small things you, but, you, you know, see it all the time in other sports as well yeah. um when you don't turn around to say so the difference between some soccer fans Man City have had a bad run they've lost two or three on the on the road in a row mm -hmm. uh, in all competitions. And the difference between them winning those games and losing those games is marginal. There's there's so many little things, but nobody's telling Pep Guardiola he has to retire yep. um, because of those little problems. Um, right. Formula One teams go through it all the time, where they have like this weekend is the U.S. Grand Prix in Austin, and Red Bull aren't as power aren't like at that peak that they have been all season, uh, right. and it's because the track is a bit bumpier than their aero is designed for. So it should that mean that like Max Verstappen should retire because? You know, this is yes. marginally stuck. So marginally off the pace, we'll or that. marginally yeah. out of the out of the running for this. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's it, it's a bit ridiculous that we would turn around to somebody, say like Mammoth, and go, "Oh, are you going to quit because you because you 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 like this far away from winning every single fight?" No, it, it's you know when when a team isn't quite in their optimum operating window, like the, these things could happen. Like you know, beta as you mentioned, you know, beta. If it was put together quite quickly and shipped over quite quickly, then of course it's going to be Beta's issues. Beta is a really, really great example of this. Beta is a terrific robot. Uh, if it was at 100%, it would be nigh on unbeatable. If you think back to, if you're a fan of the live scene that happened in the UK, mm -hmm. Beta shows up at season seven. So not Beta, Terahertz shows up at the end of season seven and it's not ready. It doesn't work. And everybody's like, oh, John's an idiot. Whoa, what an idiot. Oh, yeah. turns over the oh, season six, season six was a fluke, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, whatever, you know, this is this is ridiculous. And then he, he then goes and dominates for like five, six years in a row on the live scene. Mm -hmm. And um, it, there was a, like a whole period of time where he was completely unbeatable. And uh, he was he was setting the standard of robots. And it was, it was outright retiring robots what, in that era. He took that robot and he just made it better. He mm -hmm. just like keep kept iterating it forwards, and we just got to let people do them. I think this this year in particular, you know, obviously we saw this version of beta first arrive the COVID year in twenty twenty, and I think it was obviously it had a good preseason, but its preseason opponents were, other than rotated, were fairly lower quality. I think it's fair to say. And then this season they kind of had a much much tougher schedule, and they still fared pretty well, yeah. you know. They lost to Black Dragon, which you know anyone can lose to Black Dragon. It's it's an incredible robot, and you know, is I wouldn't say it's that top top elite level, but it's it's the it's the rung underneath. It's 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 as close as it can be. And then the other robot they lost to is Whiplash, which is in that elite level, <laughs> and you yeah. know, and free shipping, which we'll obviously we'll get onto in a second, has obviously done very well in this competition as well, and is driven yeah. by one of if not the best driver in the field. So <laughs> you can't really complain. You know, Beta has while it has not... it's a, it's still been a good season overall. Absolutely, I, you know, because. Going from when we saw it last in 2020, I was I was really disappointed because, you know, the three fights it won, it, it won them, you know, fairly convincingly. The rotator one, still a bit unsure about mm -hmm. that one. But the, the the other two, was it was convincing. But 
got stomped by was it Ribot and Lockjaw that year? Yeah, Ribot and then Lockjaw and the Bounty, wasn't it? Yeah, this year mm. they've had a, a pretty rough run of opponents, and they've fared yeah. really well. And you know, it, I, my my love for Beta has been restored. Let's say that much. I'm looking forward to seeing more of Beta in the future. Yeah, as are we. But it didn't make it through to the final. That was free shipping. No, it got booted. It did. It got booted <laughs> yeah. quite got literally. The got the boot. And free shipping will fight Gigabyte again. Hmm. It's a very Robo Games fight, fight isn't yeah, we, it? We, we said this before. It was in season. It was the first fight for both of these two, wasn't it? At the yeah. start of, right at the start of World Championship 7. If you remember back. When was it? Was it Bounty Hunters 1? Gigabyte did exactly the same thing where they fought Copperhead in the season and then fought them in the end show and they did it here yeah. again this time the result did not change because gigabyte's self-rising pole once again just kind of fell off and that yeah, was that. a hit though for it oh to break. man like... Like, it's, it reminds me of the, when they fought hydra they kind of they ricocheted off the wall and would fly across the arena the other side it was kind of similar to that it was very similar yeah. in that in that uh, respect and yeah what a hit and who would have thought Free shipping with three KOs. <laughs> Silly. <laughs> it's, I mean, these Sin City uh, Slugfests have been wild this year. It's It's been a lot of fun to see them. A lot of surprise kind of... Two out of three of them have definitely had surprise winners so far. Definitely. We will not say what happens in the next two, of course. You'll have to wait until uh, next week. Yeah. It's just, I mean... Both of these two have earned their place at this point. You know, they're both you know, exceptionally strong machines, but... Yeah, poor old Gigabyte getting another pasting, and you know, just after that enormous fire they had as well, you know, they've obviously yeah. had to go out and rebuild the robot, and to get to lose like that is is really unfortunate for them. But you know, credit to free shipping, it was excellent. Yeah. All, all like Gary, yeah. Gary did what he was supposed to do. Like he, the the idea. I mean, I'm I'm sure the idea. Every time you fight against something like Gigabyte, is just don't let it spin up. Just don't let it spin up and just keep just, on them. And there's. Yeah. There's a there's an old <laughs> there's that's I mean that's that's really the that's really the deal with any robot really just don't let their weapon get spun up um at least early on in the fight he took care of business and then un un unfortunately he lets them get spun up but you know the end result's all that matters uh and the pole explodes off and oh man the, the, the shock the sh the shock that yeah the spinning top return the shock that must go through these bots for just that to have it's. Mm. <laughs> it's just completely silly, uh, and 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 somebody's gonna have to pay, or somebody's gonna really have to pay for that sign. I don't think I've seen it broken up like that. <laughs> it's always gigabyte as well, right? It's always gigabyte yeah, it that destroys the sign. Yeah. <laughs> the UFO. Um, it does mean though free shipping through to the field of champions, and as Craig said, you know Gary gets his flowers. You know he gets his chance to to mix it with the big boys now. Absolutely, Gary's one of the best drivers in the world. Period. Mm -hmm. um this is this this free shipping is not the free shipping i i, I love the fact that he had the the proper oh, the, the, that yeah. was the, the best one the best one um but uh i i love gary i love jim who works with him and forrest who who comes out and helps as well mm -hmm. uh, they were raging scotsman uh yes. guys back on uh yeah back at robo games yeah terrific team wonderful team aside from the fact that they're like all terrific drivers and brilliant engineers and, and stuff like that it's you know they're just wonderful people mm -hmm. and it's really great for to see to see gary get like the the television recognition of the mm -hmm. stuff that he did on robo games as well because he he was the man at robo games and robo games kept the whole sport alive 
Yes. And um, we owe Roma Games a great deal of respect for what they did. Less so for what happened this year. That's another man. Um, but Gary getting his moment in the sun and, and just getting to stand in front of everybody going, I am with the top seven robots in the world this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the best. And uh, I love Gary. Um, I don't care too much for his robot. I think it's... it's <laughs> I hate it, but at the same time, I love Gary, and I love cool. seeing I love seeing him get the success that he's getting because he's <laughs> such a wonderful person. And I can't I can't imagine a better person to to be in the final. Absolutely mm. not. I mean, you say that as well, Craig. Do you remember Unoriginal Sin? <laughs> Good times. Good times. Um, that pretty much sums the episode up. Before we finish, though, Craig, obviously you mentioned you've been at Destructathon a few times. Um, I understand you're going again soon, but not with one robot, with two. Yeah. So fill us in. What, what's what's the story? So um, Chris, my brother, uh, builds Apex. Uh, he's in England. Um, Apex hasn't left England. I don't have it. Uh, a lot of people on my social media seem to go, "Oh, you've done such a good work by building both." It's like I haven't touched Apex. <laughs> All my brother's work and been building it over the past three years. I think started in 2020. So. Um, he doesn't because it's a gyro walker um taking it to somewhere like extreme robots isn't gonna show it doing its thing so mm-hmm. the only place for it to really be able to show it doing its thing would be destructathon mm-hmm. so he messaged me and was like i've booked my flights i've done my entry thing on the website and uh, and everything he goes i'm ready to go like do you know who you're fighting he goes no i'm like they're gonna put you up against somebody like manta or <laughs> <laughs> and i was like well, I can make it. I can do that weekend. So mm-hmm. I've always wanted to fight Chris as well. Uh, sibling rivalry and all of, of course. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, I was like, how about you fight me? And he's like, yeah, great. All right, no problem. Um, Chris would be up for fighting anybody. But I felt like if he he would sign up, he'd get just battle bots on board and uh, he'd end up fighting either, like he'd end up fighting somebody huge, like yeah. somebody terrifying. Yeah. And um Apex is, we know Apex isn't a competitive robot in the sense of it's going to win everything. But mm. what it is, is, is it's it's a very engineering-y based thing. And it's kind of like a showpiece of like engineering prowess it, yeah. more than anything. So I, I decided to sign up so that we could orchestrate a fight where Chris gets to show off his engineering abilities and what Apex is actually supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So if you, I, I don't, do I have, I made a, a mini version of it. Do I have it here? Mm. Um, yeah. It's three legs. And on the end mm. of each leg is is a motor and wheel. And on top is the apex bar. This is the biggest apex bar we've ever had. But it's also the lightest. It's only about 60 pounds. About 50 o- only. Pounds. <laughs> only. <laughs> yeah. um, so... Just because the robot is so complicated, it's pretty heavy. So mm-hmm. the idea is that it's, it basically works like a helicopter. So the bar spins up, and you use the gyroscopic force of the bar to pull the robot across the arena. And the legs <laughs> tilt the bar in any direction. So um, oh my other, it has to be able to drive as without the weapon to so to qualify as full battle bots, so, which mm-hmm. is why it's got motors and wheels uh, on the end of each leg. So it's got mm-hmm. omni wheels on the end of each leg. Everything on it is completely custom <laughs> From the drive gearboxes to the leg gearboxes to the weapon pulley system, uh, I think the motor has been completely rebuilt from uh, from scratch. Um, it was like some 
big ass motor that we've rebuilt the can, rebuilt the faceplate. And the only thing original left on it is like the armature itself. <laughs> Everything else is all custom for it. So it's a real kind of engineering feat. So um, should you come out to Vegas and see it? Should anybody want to come out and see it? The There's obviously two fights. The first fight is going to be very orchestrated. It's going to be kind of like a, it's going to be a showpiece thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we've kind of spoken about it. I don't want to say what's going to happen, but Chris is going to be able to show off what he does. And um, hopefully going to be able to show off the improvements and th- things we've changed on Slamo as well. Yeah. And then the second fight on the Sunday, we're just going to go for it. Chris is going to spin up and I'm just going to fucking wreck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, or he'll wreck you. Uh, Either way. Yeah. Just so what, what whatever happens. happens, it'll be wonderful. It, it's like whatever happens, happens. Uh, so um, that's that's what's happening in December. I'm thinking I'm going to go back again in probably January, February. Mm-hmm. kind of time uh i'm gonna do a youtube series probably six episodes on building a battle bot for a thousand for less than a thousand dollars and uh we're gonna take that to destructathon and that hopefully i want that to fight tombstone yeah. <laughs> welcome go. welcome back ray break this here's a warm-up for you uh, i haven't spoken to him yet so ray if you are watching or listening give me a call buddy <laughs> uh, generally give me a call. I haven't spoken to you for a little while. Um, it's been a while. I miss you. Yeah. Uh, but cool. yeah, I'm gonna build a I'm gonna build a robot over like the Christmas break, maybe, or just after the Christmas break. That is a, a robot made for a thousand dollars. Uh it's a piece of crap, quite frankly. <laughs> but it's a robot made for a thousand dollars to prove that yeah. you can build a two hundred fifty pound robot for a budget. Um and then I'm gonna have it fight somebody big. Uh probably it may it may be it may end up fighting Slamo, but I feel like that's a bit of a cop out. Uh, I'd love for it to go out and get destroyed, um, but I probably will take Slamo because that would mean that, like the, the for the second show sort of thing. The you've got show. the insurance the, policy. For the like next if one goes out, gets destroyed, and we just throw it all yeah. Yeah. in the garbage, and then Slamo goes in and fights whoever else is there. So that's that's yeah. fantastic. Lots, lots of exciting things to look yeah. forward to. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like this feeds in like from what Bunny was talking about last episode, where we we have enough hyper competitive machines, like extremely hyper competitive machines in the sport. We need more variety. We need more crazy. We need more helicopters in the arena, uh, which is I'm very I'm very intrigued to see how how Apex is going to look once. I would love to see just how it moves just genuinely with with that. I built a fairy weight version of it um, probably 12 years ago, which is what the idea came from. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, there are videos of that. It does do an apex mm-hmm. uh, where the weapon comes off in a fight. Um, <laughs> okay. around and then left with just the legs and the body going, now what? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll die. And I'll just, I guess <laughs> I'm dead now. Yep. <laughs> Which was, I think, even better. It was fighting um, Andrew Hibbard's warfare called Quijibo. Um So it was like non wheeled bot versus non wheeled bot, mm-hmm. uh, which was pretty cool. Um, I'm I'm hopeful that Apex is going to do the things it's supposed to do. I think it will look amazing. Um, uh, so so yeah, uh, I just want it to to kind of trot around the arena for a little bit, and then I'll suplex it and get it over with. Yeah, absolutely, excellent. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I mean, I'm very excited either way, and, and I'm really glad that you know, Craig, you've come and joined us again because honestly, like you're a, first of all, you're a top bloke anyway, but yeah. like it just. You, you, the, the way that you kind of you have so much passion for for fighting robots, not just battle bots, but across the board, really. Like you know, you, you just it, it, I know it's been your life since you were very, very little. Twelve years old when I started. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that's what I mean. Like, you know, it, it's been your your life, and you know, it, the the fact that the passion is still this strong is just it, it, it's wonderful. And you know, I think I have moments where I where I'm ready to to step away and mm. uh, everyone does, right? We came out of last year, and I very much wanted to to not do BattleBots this year. I think if 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 there was a if they had done filming this year, I wasn't going. Um, I was going to take the year off. I was going to get things working how I wanted it to, and then I was going to come back. Luckily, filming hasn't happened, and I've spent the year tinkering with a robot. Uh, I also changed jobs halfway through the year, and I've gone from being just a design engineer to being the director of engineering for a company, and mm-hmm. my responsibilities and stuff have gone like through the roof. Wow. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I do love building robots, um, and I what I think is probably more my future is helping other people into the sport. Mm-hmm. Mentorship. Um, but I think the best platform for me to do that is to do well at BattleBots. Yeah. And so my desire to do well at that doesn't necessarily mean winning BattleBots. I don't think I need a, a, a giant nut or a, or a bolt to, to, to have been a success. Mm-hmm. I would like one year, just one year, to to make a tournament run that it doesn't go out in the very first round. Mm-hmm. Or just to make the tournament again would be great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I do feel like this fifth iteration of Slamo is is pretty good. Um, it's so far so good. Um, there's mm-hmm. obviously things to to fix on it, but I think I just you can see the, you can see the pathway to, to like where I can see to the pathway to. forward. Whereas yeah. I've looked at bots the bots previously, and I look at it and go, I've go start again whereas this one feels like there's a there's a there's a way forward there's mm. a there's a there's a pathway for it to to not suck so hard in future and i've, <laughs> I've given it a giant googly eye oh perfect uh, yes that's and it's got a mobile and pink hair and, yeah and exactly well so the the updated version of that is that the, the hair is made of um uh pink um zip ties okay so you'd be able to run his hair. Oh, beautiful! There we go. I need red. Is, is that then. is that your like kind of that. nod towards um towards quantum's like hairs? That is, it's <laughs> it's so... not um <laughs> at Destructathon, which I'm not allowed to talk about because Trey will kill me. But there is a robot at Destructathon that has a mohawk, which is made of oh wow zip ties. Um, and I've I've stolen it basically. <laughs> okay, um, all right. But the pink mohawk is for Kyle. Uh, from Hypershock. Of course. Kyle from Hypershock has a pink mohawk. He does. They have done so much to help me get the robot working that I, it was always going to have a mohawk, but it was going to be green because uh, I like contrasting colors and stuff like that. And I've got loads of green paint left over from uh, from when we had uh, mobile. So I thought I'd just use that. But Kyle's helped me so much that the pink mohawk is, is a nod to, to Kyle and Hypershock and the stuff that they've done. Uh, but the reason it's black and pink now is because I've stolen the colors from my girls' robotics team. I was, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so, um, G-Force Robotics, find them out there, 9008. Um, that's what the, why 9008 is on the side of Slam as well. Uh, that's just a thing to them. Because uh, mm-hmm. eventually I think they're going to... The, the the idea is that I can make Slamo not suck so hard. Uh, <laughs> Slamo gets better and runs better for a few years. And the girls age out of first and they move into battle belts and they take over running either Slamo or something else. And I just sit back and mentor them through battle belts. Fantastic. Because uh, they're an all girls team. Um, and the reason I, I, I help out an all girls team is because in my entire career from the age of 17, when I, when I became an engineer, 
um, to now I can count on one hand the amount of female engineers I've worked with. Yep. Uh, the women don't get the opportunities. My wife is a, is a terrific uh, mechanical mechanical aptitude kind of person, but she never had the opportunities when she was younger. So giving giving kids and girls the opportunities to do these things uh, is uh, is terrific. So that's why. So all the all the so buy my kit bot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, as I said, man, cheers for your time, Craig. You're honestly an absolute Thanks star. Thanks for having me. I'm sorry the robot sucks still. <laughs> it, oh. It's getting there. I have faith. It's fine. It's all good. It, I we'll have get there. One day. With that said, I have been Samalit64. I've been Steve the American Killjoy. I've been David Osmeg. And I still suck. <laughs> you do not <laughs> suck. That is a, that is a lie. <laughs> The three of us, at least, will see you next week for more BattleBots Champions. We'll see you then.